Hello and welcome to the South Carolina Business Review. This is Mike Switzer. Women are making and managing an increasing amount of wealth these days. One contributing factor is that as aging baby boomer men pass on, they are also passing on the household wealth to their female spouses, who tend to be younger and live longer. But our next guest says that women in general continue to feel uncomfortable managing these investments. So today she is going to share some recommendations. Beth Jeter Rubala is a certified financial planner and she joins us by phone now from her office in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Beth, welcome to the program. Thanks so much for having me, Mike. Well, now, let's just talk a little bit more in detail about the challenges that you see that women are facing these days in regards to their financial planning. The first one is the gender pay gap. And in 2022, women earned an average of 82% of what men earned. So those lower earnings can impact their ability to save and invest for retirement. Women also have a longer lifespan. Women in the United States tend to live five years longer than men, which means they may need to save more for retirement and they may be more vulnerable to outliving their savings. Also, women generally take time out of the workforce. And some of this is due to societal expectations, but as you probably know, women often take a pause from the workforce for some period of time to take care of children. And also we're seeing an increasing number of women who take time out for aging parents. And this leads to a lack of time and resources towards building net worth and can have an impact not only on retirement savings, but also on social security benefits. And now have you seen in your experience that women are also maybe a little more risk averse? They're maybe too conservative in their investing habits? Yeah, Mike, this is really interesting because I think previous studies from, say, 10 years ago would say that women were too risk-averse. But more recently, we found that women tend to be great investors, and they make excellent decisions about investing if they are educated about the risk and return dynamics of investing. Another challenge that we see is the confidence gap women report that they are less comfortable with managing their investments than what men report. And oftentimes, many of us haven't had a class on personal finance in high school or in college. This is, I think, starting to change. Recently, South Carolina added a provision that will require a personal finance course in order to graduate high school. And I really think that's a great step in the right direction. It is. And uh, speaking of steps to take, I know you have some specific recommendations now for women to confront these challenges. You've mentioned the word education a couple of times. Maybe the first is involving education. Yes, Mike, you're, you're absolutely right. So getting educated about asset allocation, about diversification, and about just straightforward investing principles is important. I'll also mention a few other items. Some of these sound really simple, but getting organized, looking at your bank statements, your investment statements, your recent tax returns, debts that you might have, and just being aware of what you own and what you owe. Also getting involved, and, and I'm a big believer in, in a marriage or if you have a significant other, 
who takes primary responsibility for investments, that is absolutely fine. But you should still have a deliberate conversation or attend financial meetings at least annually. We've got just about half a minute left. What's next? The next I would say is just a rule of thumb to think about in terms of how much you should save for retirement. And with current life expectancies, think about the fact that you could be living 25 or 30 years after retirement. And so a good rule of thumb is to try to invest about 15 to 20% of your income towards retirement. A great way to do this is to automate your investments, to set it up for systematic investments. It really keeps you disciplined during the busyness of life. And finally, finding a trusted advisor, whether it's a friend or family or a financial professional whom you can trust and also be a great thought partner for you. Well, Beth, great information. Thank you so much for sharing today. Thank you, Mike. Beth Jeter Rubala is a certified financial planner, and she joined us by phone from her office in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Remember, you can hear this show again at our webpage, SouthCarolinaPublicRadio.org. And you can find us wherever you find your podcasts. With the South Carolina Business Review, this is Mike Switzer. The views expressed on the South Carolina Business Review do not necessarily reflect those of South Carolina Public Radio.